morning. Today is December 12th, 2022. Welcome back to the Hacker Hub podcast. Today we're going to be answering a question from one of our viewers about why GNU slash Linux are both applicable in the hacker space and are they really used? Do we use that in this space? So that and more coming up on Hacker Hub. We're going to discuss in depth today for just a little bit. Quick little podcast, nothing too crazy. We're going to get to it here in a minute. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Hacker Hub, guys. This is your host, William Parks, discussing today about why GNU and Linux are both, well, both, they're kind of, they kind of coincide a little bit, um, useful in this space right now. So I guess we'll kind of jump in with a few things really quick. Addressing Linux versus GNU Linux, um, if any of you guys are not aware, Linux is essentially, you know, as you can know, if you've ever messed with Linux before, you install it. There are always dependencies you have to install. There are always things you have to, to download and set up and configs you have to tweak and a bunch of stuff. And GNU uh, Linux was essentially the shot at making an, an operating system named GNU that was a complete version of Linux, like a full operating system. Um, however, a significant part of the objection to the term Linux is that it downplays the significance of GNU and its original purpose and as a completely free operating system intended to provide freedom to users. Um, this is intertwined with the debate over free software, a term intended to focus on freedom and open source, a term intended to focus on technical advantages and downplay the physiological angle. So let's just go ahead and state for the record right now, they're kind of one and the same. GNU is definitely a much more full version of Linux, um, but there are also many, many different forms of Linux, different flavors of Linux, different things you can do, uh, like KDE, um, XFCE. And and for honestly, the most interesting part about it is that a lot of it's just kind of the looks of the actual system itself. It's not necessarily that it's a completely different family of Linux. It's just a little bit different. They all have their own little things that they do differently. So um, anyway, we're going to start discussing why these are actually utilized and leveraged in the hacker space, especially because um, there are a bunch of operating systems out there that are built off of Linux that are built for hacking. But funny enough, there there's actually a Windows one too, um, and we'll, we'll we'll get into that here in a second. So first off, we'll just touch on the fact of is this really useful? Is Linux really a useful thing for hackers? And the answer to that is yes, very much so. Um, a lot of times tools and things that we leverage and utilize in the pen testing space are built off of Linux and mainly just because of the fact that, you know, windows, windows are a totally different ballgame. Windows can be so frustrating, and annoying sometimes. Um, Linux is just very modular, very customizable, very, I mean, you, you can be very, very nitpicky with the specifics of the operating system and how easy and lightweight it is to use. The only barrier that you have is that you have to jump through the technical hoops and technical loops to understand what's going on where. Um, like I said, a lot of people utilize and leverage Linux just because you can talk with other computers on a very low language level, meaning like I can talk with a thermostat on the wall and whatever whatever software or whatever code it's running um, on a super basic level. I can send requests, web requests, super simple requests and things from Linux, and I can still do that with Windows. But 
it seems to be that there's way more support built around Linux than there is around Windows for this kind of activity. Um, so that being said, that, that kind of answers, I guess, why well, it doesn't really answer much of anything. This is just a whole conversation that we're going to have. But, you know, personally, I use Kali Linux. I use Ubuntu, Ubuntu, however you pronounce it. I still can't pronounce it. I've been using it for years. I still don't know how to pronounce it. I've messed around with Parrot Security, uh, Kali Linux, and, you know, they, they all operate in their own manner, their own way. Uh, Black Box was a thing for a while, too. And now Commando for Windows, Commando VM. So, they're all interesting in their own perspectives and aspects. It's just kind of what do you prefer? I want to say it's it's more so what you prefer. You can get these tools on just about any any operating system. Um, you, you can install them wherever. It doesn't have to be Linux, but people typically prefer Linux just again for the customizability and the fact that you can tweak a bunch of nitpicky things about it. So um, that's just one perspective as to why Linux is widely used for the hacker space. And so if you're thinking about utilizing this and leveraging this, yes, you know, it is, if you want to get into pen testing or hacking, it's a great thing to go and, you know, go and learn about, learn some Linux basics. Um, like I said, there are a lot of administrative systems too, like servers on the back end that run Linux. There are a lot of infrastructure based devices that run Linux. And I mean, the honestly, like, Yes, a lot of corporations and companies do use Windows computers for the user side of things, but there are a lot, and I mean a lot, of devices that utilize Unix or Linux or some form of that, especially with like information technology or information technology devices like IP cameras or um, thermostats or fridges or microwaves or printers or whatever else it may be. Um, you know, Linux is widely, widely used. We just don't see it a whole lot if you're not in that space. So uh, this this question does come from OEMB1905. Just want to answer that question here and give you a little shout out. Thank you for asking the question. If you don't know where to ask questions, um, if you have the Substack application, go. So you have to download the Substack application on your phone. And hackerhub.substack.com is our Substack for this podcast. And you can click on, there's like a little chat button on the very bottom of the page where you can click on. It's it's kind of like it's in the, it, it's not the middle, like there's a little magnifying glass thing. You go one to the left, there are like a couple of chat bubbles. Click there and then click on the Hacker Hub chat and you'll see up at the top, I say, welcome to the official Hacker Hub chat. Thoughts and ideas, share them here. And down below you can just drop your questions and I will get to them whenever we record the next episodes. So um, anyway, let's dive a little bit further into Linux and GNU and why we actually utilize these. So we'll break it down into seven super basic reasons, and we'll just kind of hit each one of those reasons as to why Linux is a great choice for people who want to do this stuff and why it's so widely used. So first off, it's very low cost, right? Most Linux operating systems are open source. There are a couple that aren't. Um, but most of them are open source, so it's easily available to the internet and the applications that run in it are free of cost. Hackers are not in need to spend time and money to buy licenses for Linux, and most of the software comes with general public license, so it's super, super easy. Little, very, very little cost. Um, Also, Linux is that OS which doesn't really need to be rebooted occasionally to improve its performance. It consistently kind of just stays the same. Um, I, I will take that back. Sometimes you do have to reboot it, but for the most part, that's going to be due to a program you have installed on there that's just eating away your resources. You don't need to restart it again and again to maintain its performance. It doesn't get slow or freeze up due to memory leaks. 
and Linux OS can be used for years without any problem. However, that being said, that doesn't mean they won't be vulnerable to things, but you won't have at least stabilization issues. So second thing on the list is maintenance. So maintaining Linux operation or maintaining Linux, um, the operating system is super, super easy. Uh, just hop in the system, do sudo apt install or sudo apt update, and what, what, however you do it for your system, whatever your package manager is. And um, <clears throat> it's very easy. One can easily install the software, and Linux is used for high-performance applications on servers and also for desktop applications and embedded systems. Maintaining Linux is very easy because it has their own software repository. You can easily search for software and just download it straight from there. So no need to have to go and do a whole bunch of manual installation and whatnot. So next up is the command line of graphical user interface, which the GUI, graphical user interface, user interface, which is the stuff you see on the screen. And due to its strong and highly integrated command line interface, users are granted for easier access and control over the systems. It's very easy. I mean, there are some uh, Linux systems in which you really it's it's a burden to have to really <laughs> to really figure it out and understand what's going on because some of them don't even have a GUI or a GUI or a graphical user interface. Um, it's just a command line. So, if you're not familiar with those terms, the command line is basically the thing you see in the movies when you hear about oh the stereotypical hacker is in the basement doing stuff and it shows this computer screen. It's like all these random words. Think of like the matrix where it's like the green letters and words things falling down on the screen. It's just a bunch of text. Uh, that is a command line. Um, and that's what Linux really is based off of um, primarily. And so it's highly designed around strong uh, and well, it's highly designed and essentially just strong and highly integrated command line interface, um, which is honestly, truthfully, what makes it a lot better than Windows and Mac is just because it you know, Windows and Mac are primarily built around user applications and, you know, all the nice, good-looking stuff, and Linux is just built around the command line. So it's already good for that in that sense. That's also why a lot of software developers use it, too. It's just super easy, super lightweight. So, man, there's so many different things. There's so, so many different things. It's easy to install, and it's network-friendly. There's a package for any kind of networking chip or networking card you could ever think of that's available online someone has it also um, you can multitask pretty easily on windows um, because it's i mean it's designed that way it's designed to do a ton of different things at the same time like if you have a large printing job in the background it will not slow down your work you can easily do much like a whole lot more um, without getting disturbed by problems such as system hanging and slow processing and like other operating systems like mac and windows so um as far as security goes, if you understand how to set up a Linux machine securely, it is way more secure um, than compared to other operating systems like Mac and Windows. Windows, for example, is just, it's, oh my gosh, that's a whole different heartache, headache. Not even heartache, just headache. Windows can be really, really finicky, um, especially with vulnerabilities and ways that people can get in. I mean, and Mac has its fair share. It's just not as public as Windows is. Um, so Linux is great for security. That's also why it's used a lot for servers. Um, just lock down the permissions and you're good to go. As well as the next point, which is transparency. Um, this is one of the main reasons why hackers love Linux. To utilize your hacks, you must need to understand the operating system properly to a large extent. And to be honest with you, Linux is 
truthfully pretty easy to understand. Everything logically makes sense. You know, things definitely have their own names and definitely have their own logic flows, but it all makes sense. And in order to hack a computer, you need to understand how the computer works, not only from the perspective of the computer that you use to hack other computers, but the computers you are attacking. So truthfully, if you understand how your computer works to the fullest extent possible, and I mean, even just the logic there, it translates into other systems. It's like whenever they say that after learning one or two languages, the, the next one is easier. Uh, the, the saying is definitely true. The computer logic is definitely the same. And it, it may not be the same, but it's, well, actually, no, it's, it's pretty much the same. Uh, just different syntax and different ways of doing things. But um, you just have to understand the IT concepts, right? You have to understand how things work and why they work the way that they do in order to be like, okay, well, if this does that, and this looks to that to do this, then how can I put myself in the middle or how can I make it do something that I want it to do? Like if the iPhone, if this pen and paper are meant to, um, I, I don't know, write, write out an essay, how can I take the paper and make it fly? Oh, uh, well, you just fold a paper airplane. That's not what the paper was intended to do, but you're making it do something you want it to do. So that's essentially why GNU Linux are really GNU Linux and G or and Linux. And okay, just Linux and period. It, it, Linux as a whole. It's that that's why it's so popular, um, and that's why it's so useful. It's just because it's just it's a breeze. It's smart. It's easy. You can just get in, get out, do what you need to do. You understand everything. It's not like you're having to learn a ridiculous amount of information in order to apply it. Um, so anyway. That is going to wrap up our talk about why Genio Linux are actually really pretty, I mean, why they are and it is um, important and useful um, for hackers and programmers and other people of the sorts. Thank you again to OEMB1905 for the question. Again, if you want to submit questions to Hacker Hub, make sure you have the app downloaded on your phone. Go to hackerhub.substack.com. You can find that in the description of this podcast um, down below. And look for the little chat icon on the bottom left-hand side. should be two little chat bubbles. Click on the Hacker Hub thing and then click on the very first topic that you see. Welcome to the official Hacker Hub chat. Thoughts and ideas? Share them here. And down below, just drop your question and we'll get into it in a future episode. So thank you again for the question. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, definitely is making my job a little bit easier is to provide content that you guys actually want to know about rather than just talking about news and other things that are going on. So anyway, appreciate the, uh, the time and we'll see you guys on the next episode of Hacker Hub.